Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about snowflakes again? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? Excellent and fine. How about yourself, my man? Uh, I'm pretty good. I why why don't I just call you my man? Been... I'm sorry. That felt weird. <laughs> How are you, my man? My dude? My ah, man? My, my guy? Oh, man. You don't watch Big Mouth, though. No, I don't. Uh, Coach Steve, he's always like, hey, my dudes. What's going on? My dudes. Jesus. And then um, the girls, he calls my lady dudes. <laughs> okay. He's like, hey, what's going on, my lady dudes? Wonderful. I've been watching literal nonstop Simpsons for like three days. <laughs> Are you just in a Simpsons mood? I guess. Like, I just tried to. Sometimes when, like, I don't know, I'm just gonna eat something real quick, like for lunch. You yeah. Know? I got like 20 minutes. I, I can watch a quick show, right? Yeah. Well, I like turned one on, and I was pretty much at the end of season six when I stopped watching it from when Disney Plus was new. You know? Yeah. And I was getting to season seven, and I was like, what's in that season? And I just was looking at them, and I was like, oh, that's a bu- oh, oh, that's so good. That one's good. That one's good. And season seven was like a perfect season, and I just couldn't stop. Okay. So I'm in uh, season eight. <laughs> like, I just can't stop. And so Taylor doesn't have a choice, because I'm just watching it, and now she's, like, kind of getting into it. And she's like, but what's up with this? I'm like, it's like a joke for one show, and that's it. Like, okay. Oh, okay. Why don't they age? That's uh, a floating timeline. That's uh, just cartoons for you. I actually looked at a uh, phrase up today. The Simpsons is on timeline? what they call a floating timeline. Where everyone's just like in fourth grade forever? Pretty much. Yeah. Like, like the show, you know, progresses. There's seasons. There's not like seasons of like the show, but like they celebrate Christmas like 30 times. Yeah, that's true. But everybody's still eight years old, you know? I kind of like that though. That that's my favorite type of no. I love that show because I mean yeah. it keeps the characters the same age. You don't have to watch kids age out of you know their, their role good stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, could you imagine? I mean, I you know Maggie could be something. You know, yeah, Maggie like, would she, be old enough to like run for senate. She like could be something, <laughs> but it's fun to always be like, "What are you gonna be?" and not have that answer. You know, yeah. Only because it's been so long now that it's like, yeah, that's just the thing. You know? Right. I've been watching um, a show called Kim's Convenience. Have I told you about this show? No. It's so funny. And I'm upset now because... <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. We've been watching it on Netflix. And um, we just finished season four, which is like everything that's on Netflix. And I was like okay. wondering, are they filming right now? Because they film it in Canada and it's you know covid times so i was like i don't know if they've been filming it or if they're not filming it so i was concerned but they're like actually in the middle of airing season five and it's hopefully gonna come to netflix like right after and then today i log into twitter and it's like oh no kim's convenience got canceled so like they're not coming back for season six and the actors were like fully expecting to come back for season six oh so it doesn't end it doesn't end and i'm frustrated because it's you might as well just stop then no because i want more and the characters like deserve resolution and shit you're gonna be let down because you know (laughs) it can't go anywhere and that's the problem it literally can't because it was on the place that usually picks up the shows that are canceled. I know. Well, no, it wasn't like airing only on Netflix. Like it's airing on Canadian TV. So I mean, maybe Netflix yeah, will finish Netflix it. Netflix might save it if you and a bunch of people rally, you know, maybe because isn't that what happened to what's the show? Everybody wants me to watch about the cops with the Brooklyn nine, nine, Brooklyn nine, nine. You've got to watch it. That's what happened with that, right? Well, they were canceled by, I think, Fox and then picked up by NBC or something. Yeah, yeah one, but one channel. Because like, 
people were like, what the fuck? And somebody else was like, I'll make money from that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good I show. Mean, if people want it, they will make it for you to watch. That's what happened with Lucifer as well. Lucifer was canceled and Netflix picked it up to complete the show. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. Like, tons of shows do this now. If the show has the base, someone will make it. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay. Uh, the Walking Dead games. Yes. Telltale? That, yeah, that company died. It went out of business. And the game what? wasn't made. And people really? wanted it so bad, they made it anyway. When did Telltale Games go out of business? You don't remember? That was a huge thing. They literally walked into their to their to their company one day and the owner said you're all fired because we're out of business and they just oh closed the doors on them just Jesus. sent like, like 500 people home that's uh I didn't nobody know that. got severance like it it was a huge video game company debacle thing dang and it was happening while they were making walking like the final season of the walking dead game oh no wait like episodes of it had come out and they closed their doors before, like, the last episode. But then, like, somebody picked it up and they were able to produce the rest of it? Yeah. Like, another company said, we're going to go hire all the people from Telltale back so that the people who were making it can finish it. My God. And then, guess what? Telltale came back. Okay. And now it's a company again. It sounds like the video game industry is so frustrating and scary to work in. It's it's all aw- Everything's awful. Yeah, everything's terrible. It's all just so terrible. <laughs> There's too much controversy in the world to know about at all. Yeah. But being someone who wants to play the Walking Dead games one day, I was very uh, hungry for it to finish so that I could own it all to then play it all. Because I still haven't played any of it. I played the first game, like, nose to tail, and I was like, that emotionally scarred me and I'm done with it now. <laughs> so yeah. I would play... A sequel, probably, but, like, man, they're heavy. I mean, apparently, none of them are, like, season one. Okay. You know? Yeah, I mean, season one was really perfect, so. And I've, I mean, you don't want to know what happens to Clementine for the rest of her life? I bet she's just a fucking badass who goes and gets it, you know? Pretty much. She does it. Gets things I mean, done. From what I've heard, by I mean, it doesn't really, like, conclude her story. Okay. Like... Things are still happening with her. We'll just never see them. Yeah. I guess kind of thing. So I guess it concludes enough. Well. But, like, I want to know what her deal is. Because she's she grows up supposed she's to perfect. be this, like... I don't know about that. <laughs> perfect as a child can be in the apocalypse. I mean... Oh, I mean, we are a day late. I did want to talk about this real quick. What? Yesterday was International Women's Day. Yeah, it was. And I didn't even know until like 10 p.m. I was like, shit, I missed the whole day. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, PlayStation gave out a free theme. Cool. For Women's Day, but you can't use themes on the PlayStation 5, so I couldn't what? use it. So it was a waste of a day for me. Uh. But they do have a, because I looked in it today, they have like a selection of games with like women-led games and stuff yeah and i was like oh yeah let's see what's in there i like own 80 percent of them damn and i was like look at me supporting the women <laughs> supporting the women running the games <laughs> so yeah so it's actually international women's month yeah women's history month. month yeah i think that's cool as shit it is cool as shit uh i was actually in a meeting yesterday on women's day and my boss had discussed it and she was like yeah it's women's day blah 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 and then so one of the guys was like how come we don't get men's day uh, and this girl goes uh every other month is men's is like men's month yeah let us have one okay like, that's why there's no like white people history month you don't fucking need yeah. it like i wanted to be like in that kind of where like no shave november is <laughs> that's kind of like a men's month thing you i know? guess because all i won't shave your mustache but then now it's like nobody shave you know yeah. So yeah, it's Women's Month. I support you. Thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> I appreciate you. So, okay. We have a topic. We do. It's 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 been there for so long. I know. So we've been trying to but do this the world topic has happened for like 3 weeks now. 
and um, we had a lot of we had a lot of content hit us in the last couple of weeks. So I'm pretty sure we came up with this during like the snow out period. I know. I'm scrolling back to see like when the first time you mentioned this to me was, and it's it's some time ago now. Yeah, it was some time. So really, it was kind of kind of created by our Resident Evil stream that we did. Yes, yes. So I wanted to discuss with you... It started small, but it seems to have grown a little bigger in scope. Uh, the idea of reboots, reimaginings, just like that whole genre of thing. Yeah. Um, be it what you like about it, what your preferred one is. Uh-huh. Because it kind of started with the Resident Evil. What makes it Resident Evil that we can't change, you know? Yes, right. So, like, the the concept of the new Resident Evil having, like, werewolves vampires and vampires. And, and yeah. it's just, it's is it still Resident Evil if there are no zombies? I mean, okay. Resident Evil, to me, like, when you say it, I guess you say zombies. But I would at the end zombies. of the day... It's survival horror. It's yeah. the idea of making your way out of the scary situation with little supplies. Yeah. You know? So what does it matter if it's vampires or zombies, you know? Right. Just some kind of a threat to humanity. I guess what this could do is it's opening itself up to saying, because zombies aren't a real creature, you know? They're Since like... you. Well, I mean, we haven't had them yet. Not yet. Knock on fucking wood. But they're almost like a movie monster thing. Yeah. So why can't that world open up to other quote unquote movie monsters, you know? True. And keep its same identity of, oh yeah, well, it's more us versus these creatures that we don't think we'll, we would ever in, encounter. You know? So would you draw the line at any particular creature or do you think it's still Resident Evil if we're fighting like... Creature from the Black Lagoon? Yeah, like Creature from the Black Lagoon or the Mummy or just well, any other number of items. So many of them have you fighting a giant crocodile. How's that different than that to begin with, you know? Okay, yeah. Most of the early ones, it was just like, yeah, let's take a normal animal or bug and just make it giant and that's a boss <laughs> fight. Isn't that most video games? Because I know you had to fight a giant snake, a giant spider. Always giant... a giant spider. Uh, crocodile, giant shark in one of them. Like, oh man! Like they they weren't even zombified; they were just bigger. So it's like you had these milestone boss fights with big animals. You know? <laughs> okay. That's not even fucking zombies. That's just monsters at that yeah. point. I mean, it's not even monsters; it's just big things. Big animals. <laughs> yeah. So, I. I think it's refreshing because how many times can you see the exact same thing and just go, that's still perfect. You know? Yeah. There has to be like some point, I guess, for a franchise that has been around for so long that it should evolve, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, has Silent Hill evolved as much as Resident Evil? Because they pretty much stay with the same like shtick, I mean, right? I've honestly never played one. Really? I've n I've tried two, which is like the landmark one. Yeah. And I remember playing it. I played it for like 10, 15 minutes. I was like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going. And I just turned it off. But I was also <laughs> nine, 10. I'm just shocked what the fuck right did I know, now. You know. Like patron saint of the church of PT has never. Has never played its, you know, heritage. Wow. Okay. That's yeah, a lot I'm, to take in. I've never played one. All right. But when I kind of got into what that franchise could be, the franchise was already, like, at the bottom, you know? Okay, yeah. It had already, like, lost its mojo by then. Right. Uh, I like the movie. The movie was good. Old Pyramid Head tearing that girl's skin off and throwing it at him. I love cool. that. Good old Pyramid Head. I mean, it's pretty much stayed the same. But it also hasn't been around in a decade or more, you know? Has it been that long since we've had, like, new Silent Hill content? It's been a long time. Like, people are, like, chomping at the bit. Yeah. Okay? Let me pop this um, thing open. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> so, actually, this is my second one. Oh. Uh, as soon as work ended, I just, like, downed one. <laughs> gotta, gotta get that DP. 
We gotta get the D. P. <laughs> yeah, the last game was in 2012. God damn, really? So it'll be 10 years next year. Yeah, That's it's been a while. So weird. Like the last one that, like the last good one was three from what I remember. And that's 2003. It know? still feels like it's so much in the zeitgeist. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it never leaves my timeline, you know? I mean, I think it was just that big a deal. when it Yeah. Came. Plus, plus PT really revitalized it and made people go, yeah, we want that again. Yeah. You seem to know how to make it work. So do that. <laughs> I wish, uh, things it could have been. I know. But, well, so speaking of, because you said like things evolving. Right? Yeah, I mean this will tie into a point further down the road with the okay. idea of remakes, but uh, the new God of War was an evolution to me. So, I have never firsthand played any of the God of War games, so I'm going to need yes. you to kind of like break it down for me into the building blocks of what has been revitalized about God of War. So, I mean, here was the premise of God of War when you went to play it, okay? Uh-huh. It was angry dude killing a lot of stuff very brutally. Okay. And then according to Ferdin, because he had mentioned it, and this was a billion years ago, he may have forgotten, but he was like, and then like the sex stuff. Yeah, which I did not know that this was a part of these games. <laughs> oh, it was a huge part of these games. You always looked forward to it because you didn't know when it was going to pop up. That's so strange to me. <laughs> to the point that part three had a controversy about it because it's integral to progressing the plot line. It was always optional. Like, they were just like, oh, I see them. I can go bang them, but I don't have to. So there's always, what, just like town sex workers that you can go take advantage of? Or like, what? what is the so, premise that you get to okay. go? Okay, so in part one, uh, they're just like women that are on your boat while you're sailing back to Athens. And when it starts you on the level for Athens, you're in your cabin and he goes, put on your clothes and go. Okay. <laughs> and he just like tells them to leave, but you can have sex with them first. Okay. And it always happens off screen. So it always happens off screen and you just press button presses. Oh, and then press there's X. always like, there's always like a symbol of what's going on on the screen. So, like, in the first game, there's a vase on the bedside table, and as things get more rough, like, it finally topples off, and that's, like, the Jesus. end of the sex thing, right? Okay, get rowdy enough to topple the vase, and then you're done. In another one, you're having sex with these girls. So that's part two. In part two, part two's a weird one. Actually, they all get weirder from there, because in that scenario, they're just on your boat. It's a calm area, right? Okay. In part two... The Colossus of Rhodes, like this giant animated statue is tearing the city apart and you get thrown into a building from like across this island. Okay. And there's two girls in there and then you can just decide to bang them like, oh, well, before I go fight this monster. What? Let me get out this aggression real quick, right? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. But in that one, there's like, there's like a little statue of like a... So it's like a fountain, and it's like the water coming out is like the boy peeing, you know? Uh-huh. But as you progress the sex thing, like, the stream gets, like, more and more forceful, I guess. Okay. And, and then it just, like, goes and sprays everywhere at the end. You know, like in sex. Yeah. These were things, Kelsey. God. Okay? But so three, I mean, even in the handheld games, those were still there. When was God of War handheld? It had two games on the PSP. Oh my god. Which are the only two games I own for my PSP. <laughs> that is... I, I wish the PSP had been more. <laughs> I mean, I bought the Vita for Uncharted only. Oh my god. And to date, that's all I've ever played on it. I told you, PlayStation makes me buy things. They sure do. So, in the third game, there was a big controversy because... In that game, you're killing all the gods. Okay. Well, you meet Aphrodite, who's the god of what? Please don't tell me you have sex with Aphrodite. Of course you have sex with Aphrodite. <sighs> okay. But that one was, like, really bad. Because, one, you need her to open this door so you can progress the game, and she won't do it unless you have sex with her. All right. Right? And in that one, 
when you do it, there's like two handmaidens off to the side watching and commenting, and that's the like extra piece that goes with it. What? And then they get so hot and bothered by the end that they like just go on each other. I th- I did not know this was a thing. <laughs> yeah, this is like one of the tent poles of God of War, right? It's God of War, not God of Fuck. Like, what are they? What is it, the purpose? Yes, of these? it is. Okay. It's, it's the God of War and Fuck. <laughs> well, so in the new game, that's not a thing. Okay. Nowhere in it are you even remotely looking at a woman in any way, right? I kind of wish they had, like, written some gay romance into it. Like, make I mean, you fuck a dude before you move on with the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're making the new one, right? Yeah. And they were like, you know, what are the things that are God of War? So, I've, you know, I've watched that two-hour documentary on how they made the fucking game, you know? Yeah. And when they started to make it, they went to a whiteboard and, you know, everybody, what are the things that make God of War, right? And they Kratos' wrote penis. Everything down. And then they would take one away and say, okay, do you still call this God of War? And they did that until they went from like 50 items to like four. Wow. And said, so these four things are undeniably the things that make it God of War. That means everything else can go away. And those were Kratos, so they could not have a new main character. Okay. They were like, that is God of War. He is that person. That's it. Yes. It was God of War. It was the violence. Uh, it was his weapon, which is a thing in the game, but, uh, you know, that's, like, for me to gush about when I do, like, a whole, like, thesis on that game one day. <laughs> okay. And, like, still the grand scope and him, like, taking on pantheons and stuff. Okay. Like, those four things make God of War. Yeah. So, so they basically just, like, boiled it down into, like, Kratos' stock. The bare yeah, bones. Yeah, they, of... like, reduced it as far as they could. Okay. You know? And that's what I was thinking about when we were playing Resident Evil. And it's like, well, what can I take away before I go, nah, that's not the same thing. And yeah. for me, zombies didn't make my list. I thought other things made it Resident Evil-y, you know? Okay. So I just thought it was interesting and I wanted to discuss that kind of stuff with you. Yeah, I think that's interesting. So, like, in the weeks since we have, like, brought this topic up, <laughs> they have come yeah. up with a billion new things out in the universe. I'm almost glad that we had to delay this one. Because reboots galore. Reboots galore. So we just recently broke down Avatar The Last Airbender on a Patreon-exclusive stream, and yeah. Nickelodeon Studios just announced that they are bringing back Avatar. You know, I just read another story about that today. Oh, yeah? They said that spells trouble. Trouble for whom? For Netflix. Because Netflix is making that live action version of Avatar. That's already been in the works for like a year or more. We've already known about it. And now Nickelodeon goes, now we're going to make the real thing. Oh, no. So what is Netflix going to do? I don't know now. I wonder if they're going to cancel. I hope not. I I don't know. I really want to see a live action one. I just want to see it interpreted for live action. Yeah. (laughs) Successfully. (laughs) Put that asterisk on there. I bet they'll do it like, we have to do it for posterity, just to say it can be done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Man, so so in the Netflix live-action Avatar, I do have one bone to pick with it. So okay. I was reading this article. Uh, Katara, they have made her the older sibling in this one. Okay. Which is... Okay, so they made Katara 16, they made Sokka 14, and Ong is still going to be 12. Yeah. Ang. I was Ong. like, what? <laughs> Ong. <laughs> I just think it's really... It kind of strips away who Katara is at her core. Because, like like you were saying, if you boil down Katara to who she is as a person, like what can you take away from her before she's not Katara anymore? And I yeah. think her identity... As, like, a little sister who was forced to step up because, you know, her mom fucking died. Like, she's she's forced to take on the motherhood role, even though she's the younger sibling. That's that's what makes her who she is, right? She is, she is very much, like, one of the women power stories in that yeah. series. 
And to make her the older sibling already gives her that sense of authority to begin with. Yeah, exactly. So, like, she she's essentially the mom friend. And the mom friend doesn't always have to be the oldest person in the group, you know? It kind of... Yeah. It subverts your expectation. Like, if she was if she was 16 at the time of her mother's death, yeah, maybe she could play mother figure to a younger sibling. But, like, for her to be kind of forced into the role, it really explains who she is down into, like, her personality core, you know? Yeah. And also it makes Sokka's arc different too. So like his, his whole thing is that he is the older sibling, but he's kind of more the useless sibling because he can't waterbend. He is like just yeah, generally like, bumbling and not, he's the oldest one with the least power. Yeah, exactly. And that eats him all the fucking time. Yeah. That's who he is at his core. Like that he, he knows he can't have any kind of bending or anything. He can't like contribute much to the group except for, you know, his fighting skills, which he, pointedly works on because he knows that otherwise he's useless i feel like the show can still be good because i i wonder if they're they're more focused on let's make an avatar that just works but it will never have the payoff and the catharsis that's at the end of the animated one yeah with them in those roles you know right like that's the thing it's still probably gonna work and it's still gonna be good it's gonna be good Avatar, probably good action and stuff, but I don't think that impact is going to be as hard. Right. You know? Yeah, so I kind of wonder, too, like, I haven't read much into what they're doing with the new, the reboot on Nickelodeon, but I know that it's going to involve Avatar, and it's going to involve the world of the Legend of Korra as well, which I still have not watched, but we'd like to. (laughs) I kind of thought it was going to be the story in between. Yeah, I would like to see that, too. Because I'm I mean, pretty sure Core is like 70 years later. Whoa. Can I give you like one tidbit? I mean, you already know it's the premise of the show. That's why it's the legend of Korra. Okay. I mean, you know, Aang has died. Yeah. Because he's gotten old and died. Right. You know? <laughs> like you like do. He's, like he's lived his life. So this show picks up like right after he died and they have to go find the new avatar, you know? Okay. So, I mean, it's like 70, 80 years down the road, like a full life he has lived from then, you know? Right. But, like, he accomplished so much stuff. Like, he's a legend. He's a legit legend in the show for her to live up to. Okay. You know? I want to see him do the legendary shit. I would love to see the legendary shit. That's what I would love. So, that's something I was going to ask you about reboots and stuff. Uh, the. This was actually a really big topic probably like two years ago. I've been in like the reboot scene for a long time. Yeah. Because that's all Hollywood seems to do anymore. For real. Because they're out of ideas. And people claim, oh, well, it's because they're out of ideas. They can't come up with new stuff, right? There's new shit out there, guys. You you just have to think about it a little harder. (laughs) Well, see, here's my thing. Do you like... Because uh, somebody has said, what would you say about this franchise being done? But they said, what kind of sequel would you like? Or, well, what kind of movie? And they were like, a reboot where you basically wipe out the old, make it go away, right? Uh-huh. A remake where you tell the same thing just in a new way, right? So it doesn't make the old stuff disappear. It's just the same thing redone. Okay. Or they call it, and I forgot the word they use for it, but they basically call it a legacy legacy sequel legacy sequel so a legacy sequel is what god of war is god of war the first three games all the games that we've played still happened this game takes place after it this is not new god of war where the stuff we've played doesn't exist that stuff happened it's still the story we are just in a totally different part of his life now i mean that's just a sequel right (laughs) Well, yeah, but it has nothing to do with the old stuff. Okay, like, so it's a sequel, really but, like, apart from... So well, it's... so well, so they call it Legacy Sequel, because most of the time when they do it, the franchise itself is so old. You can't really call it a sequel, because it's, you know... That kind of started when Halloween came out. Okay. Because Halloween had ten sequels. Yeah. It had a whole franchise... And then it died for, like, 20 years. Yeah. And then they brought back Halloween in, like, 2019, and it was a direct sequel to Part 1, the original movie. 
So are they calling and that made everything the legacy? in between moot? You know. Oh, so okay, so it like disregarded the entirety Some of, of like, it. two yeah. through ten or whatever. Yeah, so it's like, would you prefer a legacy sequel where you're kind of getting something new, but the old still matters? So, would you consider Star Wars 7 through 9 a legacy sequel? Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like I'd almost call it just... I mean, yeah, yeah. Because it involves, like, the original trio. They're still in there. They, they you know, they each... I mean, end no, in some it, way or another. it is about what the old ones were about, you know? Yeah. But it is its own trilogy, so I would... I mean, that's the thing. Everybody has their own ways to classify stuff. Like, I bet some people would be like, no, it's just a sequel because we had Star Wars movies, like, within ten years before that because we had the prequels, you know? Yeah. And then, I guess because these happen so close together, they're like, no, we were still telling one story. We didn't stop, you know? Yeah. And I guess there was nothing in between that wasn't important. Like, we didn't cut anything out. So, I mean, I don't know. The way that Star Wars is built was so weird, you know, because they did 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9. So, to say that, like, 3 and 7 were too close together to be considered sequels, I don't think that 7, 8, 9 are really to be seen as sequels to 1, 2, and 3, right? They're sequels to 4, 5, and 6. Well, yeah. So... But it it all forms one giant story. They were just told in different decades, I guess, right. you know? Yeah. Like, the whole, like, legacy sequel idea is a very weird, like, conceptual thing to think about, because I don't know how people yeah. really use it, you know? Right. But I remember I'm, reading the term... I'm curious on that Halloween term. ...when Halloween came out, and I was like, well, I like that, because one of the big ones they threw out, they said, okay... Would you let Jaws be redone? Just like, like, same shark, new story? or like? Well, that's what they said. Would you want to do a legacy sequel? And I'm like, but how? Because <laughs> most of those actors are dead. Right. So would you just have, like, the shark be the central character and, like, maybe, like, the daughter of the, the first person's character well, or whatever? Well, technically, Richard Dreyfus is still here, so there's an idea that he could be in a new movie. Okay. He was in the original, and he can be in this one. Because I think the thing for a legacy sequel to be the term, you have to have the original people, too. Like, it has to be directly related to what it was. Okay. Like, Halloween was, because uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was in it again. Yeah, okay. They even had the guy who played Michael Myers from then in it. That's so cool. It's a true sequel, because the people are in it. So you could definitely say that then for Star Wars, because those people were in it. Yeah, okay. Luke and Leia and them were in it, you know? So what about applying that concept to TV shows? So, like, did you see that Rugrats is getting a reboot? Yes. Okay, they're bringing back all the original voice actors and everything. I loved it. I have a different opinion. (laughs) Do you know why? Why? Because it literally felt the same. And here's why. The music. I don't. I don't the agree with show, you. Sh- but you don't like things. You think okay. things look weird. Hold on. So I. I loved the Rugrats. Like a hundred percent. The Rugrats yeah. was my shit growing up. I would watch that show every fucking day. I. I think the animation style is what makes Rugrats Rugrats. So this new mm. horrifying three D thing. Like when I'm bearing. When I'm like boiling it down to the bare bones of stuff. This animation style is not Rugrats to me. See, for me, it was it was basically the sound. Because there was a scene in that clip that you gave us where Angelica was talking to Chucky about something. And that show always had weird musical cues. Like, it would just yeah. make weird musical notes for no reason. And it still did it. Like, it was just like, but I don't know what that is. You know? And then it just goes, blah, blah. Like, it just played that stuff, and I was like, ooh, that, like, triggered it. Like, I feel like I'm watching Rugrats. Yeah, I... For me. I just respectfully disagree. I don't know. The... Well, I'm cool with you changing the look of something if you modernize it. Yeah, so, like, in the way that they've redone Lara Croft, you know? She's been kind of reimagined as a new woman for modern times. She doesn't have triangle polygon titties anymore. She's got, you know... 
a human shape better. That was a weird one. Because I remember when it like first came out, I was like, yeah, they made her boobs much more proportional size, right? That was such a fucking thing among like gamer bros. They were like, why'd they, why'd they make her boobs all small? Like, it's not even Lara Croft anymore. She has to be uncomfortably largely boobed. So she cannot even walk. They slowly got bigger in the next <laughs> game and the next game. I know! Because of fucking gamer bros. And it makes me mad. Yeah. Like... If Lara Croft is out there, like, jumping around in tombs and shit, she's probably wearing a tight sports bra to keep it all together anyway. So, like... See, just... I never played the original ones. The, like, the, the polygon boob ones? Yeah, like, I never played those. Okay. So, I've only played those new ones, but they're so good. They are really good. And those, I don't even know if you call it a reboot, because to me, I think it's, like, a secret prequel. Because the events of, like, 1, 2, and 3 of the old games has not happened. Because this is how she turns into the person that would do those things. Yeah. You know? And I thought that was awesome. Like, give us that backstory we didn't know we wanted, you know? Yes. I love the first one. The other two were, like, okay. I only played the first one, so I can't speak to the other two, but I did like it a lot. Just stop there and play that one one forever. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I love new Lara Croft. I think that um, that was a way to modernize it. Like you really took the idea and went, you know what? The funny boobs, it's not a thing, <laughs> you know. Because yeah. I found that game very brought down to earth and more realistic. Yeah, even though it still had supernatural stuff in it. Right. Yeah. Like they they took what is the bare bones of tomb raider and they brought it to a modern yeah uh you know modern aesthetic that game is troubled though because that first game sets it up so good to be like all right we're gonna have Lara croft from now on uh-huh. but it was so good that we never got the Lara croft that game built up we got the same one from that game like she gets the dual pistols in that first game which is like her signature thing right but the bow and arrow became her signature thing in that reboot, and the bow and arrow carries forward, not the pistols. Yeah. I so, like, it wonder... almost took its own identity, you know? Yeah. I Did Lara Croft come out, like, in the same time that bow and arrow was, like, the thing to do? Yes. I so... think that's what kind of led it. Yeah, because of the Katniss Everdeen that situation. That games kind of came out, like, at the same time. Yeah, so everyone was, like, ladies with bow and arrows. Yeah, everybody got into it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool that they they updated it for a more, like, a, a fresher audience. So she doesn't yeah. need to have the dual pistols. You know, she can have something. I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for her to be running around ancient tombs, double-wielding 22s <laughs> or whatever. So I mean, yeah. I think that's one of the things that you would put on the board. Like, are we going to go for realism? Because <laughs> we're probably not going to fight T-Rexes. Yeah. You know? And she never does. You know, it stays a bit more grounded than that. Right. Oh, well, you were talking modernizing. That's what I was going to say about uh, about uh, the new It. Okay. So I've heard people talking about reboots and like, if it's within the same 20 years, do you really consider it a reboot and stuff? Like, when does it become that? Or when is it okay to do it? Yeah. Because you know? It came out in the 90s. Right. So it's really still not all that old. I mean, that's you know? like 30 years old by now, right? I mean, yeah. But you usually don't get, enough. like, a movie reboot for way long. I mean, now we do it like within the years. same, like, five years that, it, like, the first one came out, you know? Yeah. Spider-Man had three in the span of, like, ten years. Right. Know? But what I liked about that one is it was the same story, but it was completely modernized for now. Like, they just bumped up the decades. The eight storyline? Yeah. Yeah. Because the original, it's the 50s and then the 80s. Okay. And now it was the 80s and then, like, today. Right. You know? So it really lets you have that same story, but now we can connect with it. Yes. Because uh, I actually was asking Haley what she thought about it today. I said, why don't you have anything to do with the show? Give me a little tidbit. <laughs> and so she was saying she didn't like reboots... Or, well, she thought reboots were a necessary evil. A necessary evil? A necessary evil because what if there's a really good movie out there 
but it is just so old, it doesn't connect with the times and the people of today. But the story's okay. still good, so why can't you bring it up and modernize it? Yeah. That then you can still have people appreciate the story and not be like, oh, well, it sucks because it's from, like, the 30s. You know? Right. So they had, like, a whole kind of a Shakespeare renaissance in the 90s and 2000s where they were making movies mm -hmm. that were essentially based on the plays of Shakespeare, but modernized to, like... A 90s teen. <laughs> yeah, there's one that I really didn't like. Which one? Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I mean, With that like, was okay. But Leonardo they had, like... DiCaprio and the guns and stuff. Yeah, I thought I it was... fucking hated that movie. <laughs> I... It's a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> I think it, there were more that, like, kind of hid the fact that they were Shakespeare stories. Like, Ten Things I Hate About You was, like, the was Taming of the say, Shrew. Yeah. Um, th There was just... There were several that they did. Oh, for Othello. Like... Which also oh, yeah. Julia Stiles was in that one, wasn't she? She had she had a couple yeah. of Shakespeare movies, I guess. I guess that was her thing. That was her thing. But yeah, I think that it's important to have good classical stories. I mean, that's what makes them good, right? Shakespeare wrote yeah. stories that are kind of timeless that can be told over and over. So why not tell Hamlet with lions and call it the Lion King, you know? Yeah. Now, here's the thing about reboots, because I'm thinking about it. Now that we've discussed several different franchises, right? Right. It seems like the reboot, it's almost not even the story. It seems to be the characters that, that, that like yeah. are the thing. Right. Because um, Indiana Jones was going to change its main character, but still be like Indiana Jones. Yes. Do, did you ever see The Crystal Skull? No. I've only ever seen the first Indiana Jones because... Oh, man. It was just so campy. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't um, get the gumption to watch anymore. The second one I'd never seen until we had discussed that you were watching that, so I made Taylor watch it too. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'd never seen part two because I always heard it was bad. I liked it. I thought it was pretty oh, really? good. Okay. It's definitely a more serious one. Yeah. And then the third one goes straight back to the camp, which okay. is perfect. It's so good. Oh, the third one's so good. Sean Connery is his dad in that one. Oh, nice. Oh, it's so good. That one's about the Holy Grail too. But so when Crystal Skull came out, they were, like, completely set to have the franchise continue with Shia LaBeouf as the lead role. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> and, like, that's the thing. I guess, like, they still could have worked. But, see, I have, like, I have, like, a clear uh, opposition to this point now. Because of Shia LaBeouf, or? No. The franchise could have continued, but people didn't want it, right? Yeah. Well, Uncharted has ended, and we got a new game with a different person in the lead role and it was still super good and it proved that character doesn't make the franchise. Okay. Because I, after having played the one with Chloe as the lead, was like, yeah. I could fucking do this all day. <laughs> like, I had my time with Nate, I loved him, but like, he goes to sleep now and we let someone else shine in the same type of role, you know? Yeah. And I think back now, because I hated the idea of Shia LaBeouf taking over, and I'm like, what if that, what if that could have worked? What if that would have worked? You know? Eh, but I just, I just don't like him. Yeah, I can't get behind Shia LaBeouf as a person, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you like reboots? I do. I think that they have, I do, but like with an asterisk. <laughs> you know, I think they have a good place. I think that there are some successful ones. There are some not successful ones. Uh, I I like to see my favorite things rebooted, I guess, if they do them right. Like we talked before about Rocco's Modern Life and how they oh, brought yeah. that back for a movie. And it was it was at the same time perfect and unnecessary because they modernized Rocco's Modern Life to such a T that it was like watching the original Rocco's, yeah. but like with a modern storyline. And I didn't find myself falling in love with the storyline it felt like it was trying okay. to do too many things oh okay see i'm i'm really big into like the legacy sequel camp like don't make what i've already seen be pointless now yeah i like the idea of you building on what was there before yeah like if we get a new indiana jones and harrison ford can't do it why can't it be like somebody that he was close with you know right let let his adventures matter and then progress from them, you know? Yeah. Because, like, the Uncharted game clearly talks about Nate and all those people. And there's people 
from his games in this one. Like, that world is alive and thriving with people surrounding him. He's just not there. Yes. Like, so, I like that idea. So it's kind of almost like a spinoff, right? I mean, kind of, in its own way. Yeah. Because I, I really like spinoffs. I think that when they're done successfully with the right characters, then they can be good. Okay, like a, what do you think spin-off? about the one for Patrick? Patrick? Patrick Starr from Spongebob is getting his own TV show. Oh, I'm not aware of this. <laughs> uh, I think Jose put it in the Discord. And I am kind of in love with the idea. I I have to see I have to see this. But that's the thing though. Spin-offs you never know if the character can hold their own. Yeah, that's kind of what I wonder about Patrick, because he's pretty much a one note character. Like yeah. his whole thing is that he's dumb. And that SpongeBob is his foil. Like you have to have them together or they're not entertaining because yeah, you know that joey tribbiani got a spinoff show after yes, friends went off the air exactly and it was bad because he's just the one note character <laughs> yeah like he works in the ensemble yeah but not alone yeah. right it would be like watching ted get a spinoff from or it would be like watching barney get a spinoff from how i met your mother like He's fine in the group, but yeah, to but watch he needs the other people. Yeah, to watch just the Barney show where he like goes and gets ladies, like that would be so boring. Yeah. Can I um, tell you my least favorite reboot or remake of all time? Yes. And it is what I consider the worst way that you can do one. Okay. I want you to picture the year, okay? Okay. It's two thousand six. It's a pretty the good day, year. The day is June sixth. Do you oh know boy! What makes that day. That's six 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 right there. Six 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 right there. The Omen was being remade and put out that day. <laughs> yes. Me and my brother were so excited. We buy our tickets the day before. We're gonna watch it. I have a brilliant idea. I'm gonna go rent the original Omen and watch it first. Yes. And see and see how it compares. Right. Hell yeah! I go to Blockbuster. I grab the Omen. I watch it that night. Wake up the next day. Me and my brother. We go to the movie theater. We're watching The Omen. And guess what I saw? What'd you see? The exact same movie, line for line, word oh, for word. That's so sad. I literally was like, I just watched this yesterday oh. with different actors. Yeah, that's not a reboot or a reimagining or or a sequel or anything. <laughs> that's just the movie. But again... Haley had said in hers, she likes the idea of a reboot or remake as long as you can figure out how to improve something in it. Yeah. Like, like what's the thing you're going to try to make better here? You know? Right. Like, modernize it or update it or yeah. do something with the story that makes it more exciting. Something Because, actually, I know that if any, like, true movie fanatics listen to our show, they would... I mean, completely obliterate me for this, right? Okay. I would like to see an updated Jaws movie. I would too, actually. I think that with... Because it's a different story because of the technology that held them back at the time. We could have it be the story. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, we can do so much more. You could do, like, underwater shots of the shark and shit. Like... Yeah. You don't... You're not limited. die, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're not limited by the effects of having like an animatronic shark from 1970 or whatever. Yeah. And it's... I don't think it would in any way ruin that movie. That movie is a milestone because it did what it did with so little. Right. So there are plenty of shark movies out there though, right? Yeah. So there's, there's already like shark movies there's... about big sharks and bad sharks and stuff. So what makes those yeah. movies different than like what, what would Jaws do for you that like, Mega shark versus giant octopus doesn't. Well, see, in those, it's just like, look at the shark. Okay. That's the premise. It's look at this monstrous thing, right? Yeah. Jaws is the story of a cop who's scared of the water that moves to an island with his wife, and now this is happening, and he has to figure out how to overcome this fear. Like, it's a personal story of the man. Okay. The shark drives his growth. Yeah. All right. It's not... It's not the Meg, where it's all like, hey, there's a giant shark. Let's get Jason Statham to just go, I'm going to beat him. And then he does, you know? Okay. Like, that that was the whole movie. He didn't change as a person. All right. So you want to see, like, a human story. Yeah. I mean, I even thought Deep Blue Sea has, like, a human story to it. And that movie's still pretty 
kind of crappy, you know? <laughs> okay. And I would just like to see an update, because I think, I think the shark is in that movie for like four minutes of the two and a half hours. That's it? Yeah, he's not in it. Like, hardly ever. God. You know? Because it's all about them, because the shark can't be there. Okay. So they had to just invent things that he was doing, you know? <laughs> all right. But I would like... I like the idea. That's why I like remasters in games. Like, make it make it be on screen what it has been in my mind my entire life. Yeah. I like that stuff sometimes. You know, just like slap a coat of paint on it a bit. Like the Final Fantasy remake. But see, they like completely changed the story, you know? Like yeah, they true. They decided to take something and run with it. I like that stuff. I don't think a lot ruins it. For, like, reboots and remakes? Yeah. I don't know. I know that a lot of people like what they like. They don't want it to change. Yes. So, on that note, I think we need to address the bunny in the room. Yes, because I have something else to say about that. Okay, so they are remaking Beloved... No. What? No. What? It's it's like a part two. Okay, yeah. So they are they're making a sequel to the Beloved bunny basketball movie space jam which i cannot wait to see how the fuck they're gonna do this i <laughs> i'm really excited What's for it do, do they just go round two monsters are gonna win this time like <laughs> how how do you get back to them yeah i, I have not I read know. anything about the plot and honestly i don't want to yet i want to wait for it to be like a fully actualized thing and then just kind of go in blind but um i have seen the redesign for the character of lola bunny Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I've posted a picture here for you of just, like, yes. <laughs> the the old-school Lola Bunny uh, kind of juxtaposed next to new-school Lola Bunny. I would like you to just describe the bunnies to me. Okay, so bunny on the left, uh, she's not dirty. She's just drawn that way. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then the one on the right looks like what we've come to know and love from her in like the new cartoon shows. She looks like the more normal, not human tittied version. <laughs> yes. So as I you believe put this I to had me... told you before the one on the left, she has like, like legs, man. <laughs> you call them sex legs. Those are nice legs. <laughs> she got the gams, man. She does. Lola bunny of the old. Oh, she's she's doing she does not miss leg day. No. Um, and then the new one, it's just like noodle legs, you know. I two little carrots like coming out the bottom of her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um oh, old man. school Lola Bunny. I just had the worst thought. Okay. You know how you can't put feet on Twitch? Oh, yeah. Notice there's no feet in the picture of her in like the human <laughs> form. Do you think she has like actual toes? Oh god, because I don't on the remember. right they're just like you know, like bunny feet. I'm sure they gave her like bunny feet. I fucking hope Fuck. Lola. I'm, I'm gonna have bunny. to go watch the movie. I guess Space Jam. I don't want to Google Lola bunny feet because no, dear you God. don't want to. Do, please don't do that. <laughs> I, let me just go into images. Let me double check what's happening here. They never show her feet. So I'm wondering now. Like, I wonder if they were like, "That's too fetish stuff." Like, we can't get into that. We've already nah, given here's... her boobs, butt, and legs. Here's one. She's got just like normal bunny feet. Okay. Okay. I mean, they, she's got like, you know. Oh wait, she's got yeah. Some toes on them. They're not like. No, okay, they're so actually more defined than feet. they are in the new one. Yeah. But they're not like human feet. That would be so disturbing. I would throw up. Well, because I found this picture, and I know that that's from the movie, but she is straight up, just bent over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get her feet in there, but like, God, Lola. <laughs> double cheeked up out here on the basketball court lola was like built man okay she was like ready to go why did they design this character why did they ruin like a whole generation of children on this character i don't know i just want to know what executive was like make her more sexy yeah make this rabbit like make me want to fuck this rabbit like what is they went they went look 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 the kids are already gonna like the movie right the adults mildly gonna be into Michael Jordan because he's like on his way out of basketball. They're like, we need to get the adults to want to stay too. They're like, dads will take their kids. It's a basketball movie. Give them a sexy ass bunny. 
I am like deep in Space Jam fan art right now, and it is real disturbing. There's some yeah, I know. stuff out here, man. I know. I'm seeing some stuff. His name is fucking Pound, too. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I have to leave this page before I get put on so, the list. Question, though. Do you know the names of the Monstars? I don't. Who fucking does? It's Nobody. orange one, blue one, purple one. I've never known their names. Yeah, Nor have I been pound, curious apparently. about their names. Okay, I lied. I did not close the fan art page. Oh, I'm just goodness. like, this is... Some well, people really got it out for this bunny rabbit. While you do that, I want to tell you one more thing about Space Jam real quick. Okay. Because we cannot escape the world we're in right now with cancel culture. Okay. Do you know about what has been canceled in Space Jam? I read that Pepe Le Pew is not going to be in it. And they had filmed the scene. Oh, really? Like, it's a done deal. It was in the movie. And I think it was LeBron James that said, I want you guys to take this out. Okay. <laughs> and they were like, okay. So Pepe Le Pew is out of the movie. I mean... Which means, Pe- I guess, he's out of the game, too? Like, he doesn't even get to like, be on the the team now? He's given an immediate red card and removed from the court. Or, or is he just, like, his scene in that one instance not in the movie but he's gonna you know play ball still i mean what scene was it because pepe le pew honestly is a really problematic character he is constantly pressuring women and just like pushing themselves on him he like grabs a girl's hand kisses it and she slaps him and like throws him against a chair pours water on him and then he's all like oh la la and he says something okay i mean standard pepe le pew shit yeah, I mean, I mean nothing nothing more fantastical than what we've already seen a million times. That's what right. it is. Yeah. I, I just think that Pepe Le Pew going forward has less of a place in culture. That's what I was saying to Taylor. I was like, we need to find like a new like niche for him. Yeah. Like what can we give him that's not the womanizer thing? Yeah. Like make you him the stinky saying? fox man. Or stink stinky fox man. What the, the fuck? Stinky fox man. Yeah. What Skunk. The stinky skunk man. <laughs> couldn't, forget, couldn't remember the word for skunk. Like, stinky fox. Like, there has to be another purpose that he can serve. Right. Know? I mean, sure, he could be the, the horny little skunk and then, like, well, the women that, shoot him down. he's not always kissing them right off the bat. Like, maybe he yeah. just maybe has he a hard time taking consent. no for an answer, you know? Or he can ask for consent and then when the women are going to be like, no, because you're a skunk, he'll be like, okay, I respect that. And he backs off. Maybe that's the new Pepe Le Pew. And then nobody watches him anymore. That's fine. I mean, I was wondering about, uh, well, since, since you brought that up, Phil from Hercules. Uh-huh. He's a horny little satyr. I mean, know? by definition, that's what satyrs do, right? Well, I guess that's what skunks do. Is it? I mean, that's what that one does. Why did they make Why did they make the skunk character the, the womanizer, is what I want to know. Because you wouldn't want him to begin with, and I guess that's the point. I it's guess. like... It's like the juxtaposition of he's the one you would actively try to avoid, but he's the one that wants you the most. Okay. Yeah. He treats you so fine. He takes you out for champagne, but God, he fucking stinks. Can't stand him. You know? (laughs) Okay. Like, I guess that gets to be his character. It's him constantly being downtrodden like the tricks rabbit, you know? (laughs) He's trying so hard to be good and just be with a woman but his circumstances keep him from getting what he wants. Maybe that needs to be his new thing. Like he becomes a sad character story. (laughs) Well, you got to have a sad character somewhere, you know, I guess. All right. I guess now that we've discussed it, what would be your preferred reboot of choice? Would you prefer remakes where we just do the same thing, but modernized a reboot where we just kind of interpret it in a new way? Or do you like the idea of, Let's keep the old, figure out what we can bring out of the old, and make that the new thing. Yeah, I like that option, the, the legacy sequel. I love sequel. that. It's, I love that. It makes it fresh, but it keeps the stuff that everyone has come to know and love. Well, because like, there's people that are doing it, and it works so good, because you feel fulfilled going, you know, I've watched you know, 10 of these movies over my lifetime, and I still get to make that part of this. Yeah. It's not like, well, I have to throw, you know, Luke, Leia, and Han out the window. Like, I have new people to like now. You right. Know? It builds it. It's it's just like building and you get more of a foundation, more lore, more stuff to enjoy. Yeah. I like that. 
I it's think the important perfect. stuff. Ugh. All right. If if MJ does not make a cameo in the new Space Jam, though, I will leave the theater. <laughs> because um, when you boil down Space Jam, it's Toon Squad, Michael Jordan. It's true. Not even yeah. basketball. It's Michael Jordan. If they didn't play basketball, would you still call it Space Jam? Yes. What? What are they going to do? At that, at that point, it's just Roger Rabbit. Well, what is so... Spa- well, no, like, they could play a different sport. That's fine. Okay, a different sport, yeah. Yeah, I just mean, they need to be... So sports is in the mix. doesn't have to be basketball. I guess not. And then the space thing is stupid, too, because really the space is just the monsters who come to, like, play against them. Yeah. Like, the basketball has nothing to do with space. If there's no space and there's no gem, what do we have left? <laughs> we have Lola Bunny. <laughs> Are you ready to reboot this podcast? Yes. Okay, folks, here we are at the end of the show where we always ask you to please tell your friends about us and help us grow this audience. We love you so much. We think that you love us so much. We think your friends would love us so much. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never, ever miss a dang episode because we release weekly every single Monday. The MTOP Guarantee. We're here for you. And if you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that really, really helps us reach more lovely people just like you. And while you're out there doing that, don't forget, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitch. We also do a Patreon now, what, in what? case you haven't heard all the myriad of times that we brought it up before. <laughs> um, if you like this, you want to get just like a little bit more. Uh, if you want just like just like a little more Yim Tope in your cup every Monday morning. Uh, we have two tiers for you. We have the $2 a month tier. Uh, that's where you get access to our Discord community, where we keep the conversation going pretty much nonstop after the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want, like, to hear us and then just be with us, come join the Discord. It's a great community. Not just Monday, but all week long. Oh, yeah. And you also get access to our little secret ramblings, the little tidbits we do before the show. Uh, and if you want like a little bit more than that, you like, you like the way we think about stuff. You want to hear our thoughts on some more things. We have a $5 a month tier where you get all the same perks as the $2, but you also get the Patreon exclusive YouTube reviews that we do. We, uh, find something to review. We go deep on a TV show, maybe a couple movies, find us a, a good game. And we just bounce the ideas and themes off of each other and really go in and discuss it. Uh, so if you like what we think about that kind of stuff, you want to see some of those, check those out. We put them on YouTube, only for you secret Patreon people. And don't forget my favorite. My favorite and least used option. <laughs> the good old email. Do you remember when emails were a big deal? Oh, yeah. You love to get an email. You love to get an email. We would love to get an email. At ymbtoap at gmail.com. We want listener mail. If you're not in the Patreon, it's the next best thing. Send us an email on a topic. Uh, send us your favorite reboot or remake or legacy sequel. If you want to go more in-depth on what legacy sequel means, write us an email. Fill us in on the history of the legacy sequel. And I want to know what you would look forward to most in a reboot, be it for a movie, game, or TV show. Do they really reboot TV shows much, though? I mean, we're like, seeing, I can think of a few. We're seeing so many now with Full House that has come out recently. And the I Rock see Rock their Modern own Life legacy thing. sequels. That's true. Yeah. Well, the Rugrats is a reboot and the Avatar is probably ah, going to be a legacy sequel, I guess. And don't forget that our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. He's putting out the good stuff day in, day out. And as always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Does Papi Le Pew have a place on the team? Yeah, he just stands in the corner and right. Okay. one more important sound we wanted you to hear i want to give the people their favorite a kelsey reacts okay i just want you to know this has taken over deadpool as the most watched red band trailer of all time whoa it is a rebooted movie oh god and i am the world's most stoked person about it i'm so ready what is it what is it and i would like for you to watch it with me yes this is the new mortal kombat 
And if you like Mortal Kombat, this trailer gives you all the feelings inside. Okay, hit it then. It opens off the bat. We got a frosty little play. Ooh, oh he he ready. <laughs> look at this. That's look so this. cool. Oh my god. Okay, but look, Kelsey. <gasps> oh. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. So that's Jax. He's the guy with robot arms because he gets his arms ripped off. And it's the opening of the Holy fucking trailer. shit. Oh my god. These people, their faces. Okay, so here's Scorpion. It's him before he's oh. Scorpion. Oh my god, this is going to be so violent. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm so ready for this, actually. Look at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is April. That's like a month from now. Holy, this is going to be like in theaters a month from now? I think so, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna go to this. Got fucking kung lao in it. Ugh. Oh, his robot arms Almost. look so good. I think the power of CGI has compelled people to create well, yeah. things like this. Oh my god! I got fucking Goro back because I didn't think they'd bring him back. Oh, you are Sub Zero, aren't you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he stabbed him with his own blood. I'm glad you liked it. Yes, thank you for bringing this to me. 